Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, August 9th, 2021 on Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, this weekend, the great Michael Levine was the guest on This Week on Broadway. And man, did he have some Sondheim stories that I I think you need to listen Mm -hmm. to. Um, That is, of course, in both feeds right now. But... What's different is, is that if you are a member of our Patreon, there is actually exclusive content in that episode that will not be featured in our regular feed. That's something that we have been doing here on Today on Broadway with interviews, where you hear a little snippet of the interview, and then you hear the whole thing on Patreon. They are starting to do that a little bit over on This Week on Broadway as well. So don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. And... Special surprise, Grace and I are hosting this week on Broadway next week, or this coming week, the 15th. She and I will be doing a uh, very fun interview, which we are working to confirm. Um, Actually, Grace is working on to confirm it. Um, She's the one with all the connections. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. That's that's what Um, you do. That's what you're famous for is, you know, doing very little, obviously. Yes, doing nothing. uh, If you saw my tweet from last week, I don't do anything (laughs) ever. Exactly. so, but Grace and I will be hosting this week on Broadway. Um, we will have a special interview and some fun discussions to go along with that. So uh, make sure that you are checking out Patreon so that you can get that interview in its entirety first. Uh, and then um, all the other fun stuff, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit as well. But before we do, Ashley, the biggest news in the theatrical weekend is that there is a new equity casting notice for an upcoming Broadway revival of... Funny Girl, and it's aiming to open this coming spring. According to the notice, performances will begin at a theater to be named later on April 2nd. Rehearsals will begin in mid-February. The show will be directed by Michael Mayer, who previously helmed a production of the musical at the Minier Chocolate Factory in London, starring Sheridan Smith. And though it is not explicitly stated in the casting call, this will be a remounting of that production. And, uh, but the one difference is it's obviously going to be a much bigger venue and stage, uh, and audience than at Menier, which is, um, to borrow Grace's term, famously very small. Um, the notice does also say that both Fanny Bryce and Nick Arnstein have been cast, and we will get to that in a second. But the rest of the roles featured and ensemble are open, and they are taking video submissions through this week. So if you want to, if you're an equity uh, member and you want to submit for any part, either featured or ensemble, we will have a link in the show notes. Now, we've long heard very public discussions about people doing this show before and even during the pandemic. Rosie O'Donnell actually said on a stage in front of an audience that she was in talks to play Mrs. Bryce opposite Lady Gaga all the way back in 2018. Mm -hmm. At the time, I thought that was I thought it would sell tickets, but I was a little uncomfortable with the fact that uh, Lady Gaga is famously Italian and Mm. uh, not Jewish. And I thought that might cause a little bit of an issue. But then last year, Vulture reported that Adina Menzel was in talks to do the show, to which I said that she is neither especially funny nor a girl. She is probably actually closer in age. In fact, I mean, she is closer in age to Mrs. Bryce than Fanny Bryce, um, unless they were doing some sort of frame um, memory play adaptation of the show. Um, O'Donnell even actually said last year as well that she was still attached to play Mrs. Bryce, but 
Since that part is on, the casting call is still needing to be filled. That might not be the case. Maybe she is still attached but hasn't signed a contract. But as of now, that part has not been filled. But actually, we've actually teased this on Today on Broadway, sometimes subtly, sometimes not a lot since these rumors mm-hmm. started. And unless they pull a sateen switcheroo on us like they did last week, basically everybody in the theater world believes that one Beanie Feldstein will be playing Fanny Bryce in this revival. We're we're coming right out with that. I'm just saying, look, I've hinted at this. I've hinted, I remember, I don't know if it was you and me or you and Grace, but I talked about someone who made their Broadway debut in a musical and is the younger sister of a very famous movie star and his best friends because we talked about the whole... uh, uh, I think I made a, a Merrily We Roll Along reference in there as I know well. you certainly have in our texts. I don't, yes, I don't necessarily I think remember I did on the any show. of those on the show. <laughs> it was on the show. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so everybody thinks it's Beanie Feldstein. Who knows? Maybe it is going to end up being Lady Gaga, but basically everybody in the theater world thinks that it's Beanie Feldstein. I've heard a number of different rumors about Nikki, but nothing from somebody that I trust enough to share Mm. publicly. Um, It's not a great part is the problem. Like he doesn't sing a whole lot. There's nothing really showy. So like you probably would think I want to get a star in here because with all due respect, Beanie Feldstein, I don't think is selling a lot of tickets. Um, So, so you think you want to get a star in there, but why is a star going to do that when there's not a lot of stuff? Like it's not a part that's going to be like, Oh my God, that's a Tony winning role. It's just, Kind it of really there. has so, to be somebody who's already – if you're going to cast a star, it has to be somebody who's already really theater-attached and who loves theater yeah. and wants to take on a musical role, a la Gaga. Uh, but that's that's also that's also tough, and I feel like a lot of that ended up falling through with the timing of Lady Gaga's career as well and also her not being Jewish. Um, but she's about to start a tour when we come back from – gestures broadly at everything yeah so who knows who's going to be nikki arnstein the last person who was uh, announced to play him in that lauren ambrose revival Mm. was bobby cannavale notably not a singer although he did appear in the annie remake he was certainly in that movie yes he was but he's an actor you know he's a he's a stage actor, actor not a musical theater actor so that would make sense but uh, I'm not sure who could who who's going to be playing Nikki in this, but Beanie has been the rumor for months now, and I have no doubt that she can handle the humor mm. and the character side of the role uh, based on her. I mean, to be honest, rather exemplary work on both stage and screen True. thus far in her career. She's fantastic, but that score is no joke, yeah. and I get Mayer is trying to find somebody who is different than Barbara Streisand in order to avoid comparisons, which is what he did with Sheridan Smith in London. Like, that was the point of casting her. Um, but I I just have, honestly, some serious doubts about Beanie being able to sing this role. I have to believe that if you are going to go with a casting decision like this, and I adore Beanie. I thought she was sure. incredible in Hollow Dolly, and I think she's yeah. uh, and, and, you know, that uh, she obviously sings in that, but it's not like she's singing Ribbons Down My Back. Uh, but, you know, she's had a lot of comeuppance recently, especially after Booksmart, and she's going to do, as you mentioned, the Merrily film in like 20 years from now, also concurrently. Um, there exists very little of her actually singing online, like besides what was it from 
whatever. It was miscast. She right. sang Dancing Through Life <laughs> and miscast. Thank you for getting that from that. <laughs> I knew what you meant, yeah. because that's the thing that makes me apprehensive. It was much like when Katrina Link sang at a New Year's Eve oh, thing. Oh, I know it well. Um, for, yeah, she sang a bunch of Sondheim songs she at did. a New Year's Eve thing, and I was like, ooh, is she going to be able to handle company? Lo and behold, friends, she cannot handle company. Yeah, and it was the thoughts. same kind of... <laughs> I know you do. Um but it's, it was the same thing I got with Beanie, like dancing through life. It was cute. She filmed it out on the sidewalk, like outside of her house. And like, it was very cute. It was well done, but like, it wasn't a, a vocal where you're like, Oh, she can sing, um, right. you know, this ridiculously belty, brassy score. And I've told it to you in text that I feel like one, that's not her range that she's doing Perhaps. in that video. It seems like, you know, she's doing a range that isn't. For her, for the purpose of the song. Um, so doubly miscast. Uh, but you know, I, there are some older clips of her, older at being that she was younger and I guess like college shops or something or, you know, even younger than that, where she does clearly have a higher range. So I don't know what the extent of her range is. I, so I have to believe that if you're, you know, casting, in this route for somebody who really doesn't seem fit for the role, of, at least vocally, because as you mentioned, I think she's going to be incredible on the acting side sure. of it. I think there's <laughs> clearly something we don't know. Yeah, I mean, they also cast Sutton Foster as Mary and the Librarian, and no one seems to understand the vocal range for that either. Obviously, there's much more we know about <laughs> Sutton's voice. Well, um, yeah. but I also have, I, I also have thoughts on Sutton's voice, but you know, yeah. But I mean, it's just a different style. Like it's not yeah. something we've ever heard her do before. Similar with Beanie and this. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I'm very interested uh, I'm to very see how optimistic. this goes. I'm very I optimistic for it. I just I. <laughs> And I want it to Funny. be good because I love her so much. And I really right. I mean, and I really want her to have like that star vehicle for something that's this anticipated. And also there have been – I want it to be good because so many of like the stuff that I've seen on social media over the past few days of like who they want to play that role, just like yep. – <laughs> None of it makes any sense. It's and some no. of it's quite insulting. Like ninety nine percent of them aren't Jewish women. So it's like, yeah. like, I don't know what people. I don't know what people want, and I'm hoping that she's better than what people expect. Well, I also think that a lot of people only know the songs and don't know the story. Like sure. they know "Don't Rain on My Parade." They know people. You know people saying you know Lady Gaga and all of these other people. Like I don't think they realize the story is not just coincidentally about a Jewish woman, but is like about a Jewish woman, like, and the Jewish is like emphasized. Sure. So I, I feel like people just don't understand that. Um, but then there's still some people like we forget, even before the Lady Gaga rumors started, Ryan Murphy announced that he was bringing it to Broadway with Leah Michelle. So yeah. And Leah people have really latched onto that. Cause apparently that's a whole Glee storyline too, is that she does funny girl yes, on Broadway. It and it's like, I need everybody to relax for one second. Well, as much as we've you know mentioned over the years that there's a lot of animosity towards Leah Michelle, like, she Earned. can sing it. Like, there is no doubt about Leah Michelle's ability to sing sure. that role. Um, so I don't know. I, my only concern is, is that I don't think there's a huge groundswell of people who are super excited about a, a funny girl revival. 
outside of the musical theater, you know, literati yeah. that wants this back. So I just worry about someone like Beanie Feldstein, who might not be this revelation in the role, not being able to sell tickets and it kind of being a flop. I, I worry about that for her because, like we've said, she's fantastic. Like Lady Bird, book smart, yeah. um, even, even Hello Dolly as well, even though she was, you know, one of the smaller featured roles. Yeah. Like she's great. And I hate, I would hate for that to happen for her. So. All right. Um, real quick, we want to remind you about some very fun things that we have coming up on Patreon. Ashley, you have kind of been the one spearheading doing a lot of fun stuff on Patreon. The next big thing that we have um, is we are going to be getting back together for a review roundtable on the second half of Schmigadoon's season. Yeah. Um, as we speak, there is one, only one episode left to air. So that will come out. So the, our roundtable will come out after the episode is released and we will talk about it then. But then there's also a ton of movie musicals that'll be um, starting to either hit the movie theaters and or streaming pro-tapes. services. And pro tapes, we've got the Come From Away coming out on September 10th. We have the Amazon Cinderella. We have uh, Dear Evan Hansen coming out in the end of September. We have um, Tick, Tick, Boom sometime in the fall or late 2021. Who knows when that is? And then, of course, we've got West Side Story. So we will have roundtables about all of those things. We also have a ton of interviewees. Uh, we also have a ton of interviews coming up as well. You really, Ashley, have been trying to push for us to do a lot more on Patreon, which is uh, seems like something that we are finally going to be able to do now that more things are starting to happen. The purpose kind of, of that is that we are a new show. And then this week on Broadway is essentially a news and review show or, you know, more so review show and an interview show. It's been shifting more so. Uh, and I think there's a lot of stuff we want to do. And for us to be able to do that, one, we have to have the funds to do that. But two, we want to kind of have a platform where it makes most sense for us to do mm-hmm. that. And that's interviews, that's roundtables. You think of all the stuff that we've done throughout the pandemic as far as like, you know, God, even the prom, even though that feels like 750 years ago, uh, in and of itself, everything like that. A Patreon feels like the most fitting platform for us to be able to bring you all of that stuff. Yeah. And especially as, you know, it made sense to do it with today on Broadway during the pandemic because there wasn't as much news. Yeah. But as we get back into something that we're resembles normal news. theatrical we're schedule. We're going to grosses again and everything else. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, don't know if the, I don't know if the grosses are coming back. <laughs> but um, so that's why we are focusing a lot on Patreon and moving some of these um extras um, out of the regular feed over to Patreon um, to make sure that not only they have room to breathe on their own, but also, as Ashley said, uh, that we have the funds to make it worth everybody's while uh, to put the time aside to watch things, to record things, to write things, to edit things, and to get them up. Um, So please head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio and subscribe at whatever level you can. There will be more things coming down the pike with that uh, that we are very, very excited for. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news. Last week, it was announced that real-life married actors, the incredible Elizabeth Marvel and Bill Camp, will lead a production of Eugene O'Neill's semi-autobiographical A Long Day's Journey in Tonight off-Broadway beginning on January 11th at the Minetta Lane Theater. They will be joined by Ato Blankson-Wood, who will be reuniting with his slave play director, Robert O'Hara. The show will also be recorded and released globally by Audible. Um, Minetta Lane, small theater for three pretty big stars, so that should be very exciting. The fourth member of the cast will be announced at a later date. 
Also last week, we learned that the majority of principals from the pre-shutdown company of Tina, colon, the Tina Turner musical, will be rejoining Adrian Warren when the show returns on October 8th. Daniel J. Watts will be back as Ike. The legendary Don Lewis will return as Tina's mother, Zelma. Lucretia Taylor will be back as Grand Georgiana. And Jessica Rush will return as Rhonda. Nikiki Obwe-Malikwe will also be back as the Tina alternate, doing, I believe, two nights a week. For the full cast listings, please check out the show notes. In kind of a different type of show announcement tonight, Monday, August 9th, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences will be hosting a 20th anniversary virtual reunion with the cast and creative team of the film version of Hedwig and the Angry Inch. John Cameron Mitchell, obviously star and co-creator, Stephen Trask, his co-writer, Miriam Shore, who was the film's um, Yitzhak, mm-hmm. um, and others, uh, editors, uh, directors, music directors, all those types of people will be in attendance. It will also be hosted by the one and only, the great Broadway icon, Peppermint, yes. uh, will be hosting. And the stream will kick off again today, Monday, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. We will, of course, have a link to that in the show notes as well. And finally, in this section, in talking to The Guardian about her uh, acclaimed HBO drama, I guess, The White Lotus, the iconic Jennifer Coolidge revealed that she would love to return to the theater and that she would like to do it in, quote, a serious play. Though known as Stifler's mom, Paulette and Legally Blonde, and a staple in Christopher Guest mockumentaries, and of course much more than that, Coolidge has appeared on Broadway twice, first in 2001's roundabout revival of The Women, for which she was nominated for a drama desk, and then in 2010's very short-lived production of Ellen. Mm. It only lasted one week post-opening, um, despite the fact that she started in opposite Dennis O'Hara. And which uh, I heard was, O'Hara. from many people who saw it, was excellent, so yep. strange. Yeah, Dennis O'Hara's in it, um, Brendan Fraser, Jeremy Shamos, and more, so... Who knows? Maybe it was before its time. But mm. Ashley. Hi. Je- <laughs> Je- Jennifer Coolidge seems like somebody who is um, a favorite of yours. So She's great. If you were, yeah. If you were going to cast her in a, quote, serious play or even a musical, if you would like, um, we've seen her sing in A Mighty Wind. I don't remember if it was, you know, I assume it's kind of a comedy singing. And that was, you know, folk stuff. So not exactly super um, Broadway belty. But. Um, what would be a role or show you would like to cast her in? <laughs> I have in? no idea. Okay, I prepped you for this, uh, so you had 20 this minutes is the thing, to think and about I've this. Been, I have literally been thinking about it the whole time. So if I've seen Scatterbrain during this episode, it's because I've been trying to think of an answer for this. I have absolutely no idea. Uh, and you, you gave me such a serious, excellent answer before we started, and that's been in my head. Um But yeah, I think the thing with her is, and as I told you before we started recording, is that I'm just now getting into The White Lotus, and I've only seen like the first couple episodes. I think there's only been four released now. And she's incredible, but I don't know if the show's for me, so I'm having like a kind of a hard time latching onto everything there. Uh, The thing with her is that I want to see her in something that I can't think of. Like, it's, so to me, no, that's fair. it's, it's a show that, you know, either a new show or something that I am so unfamiliar with that needs a revival. I would, I don't want to see her in something that 
is well known. Sure. I, my suggestion was I would love to see her Violet in August Osage County. Yeah. Like, I think that would really be really great. That would be mine. Somebody on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was, um, said they'd like to see her as, oh, I'm going to forget, Vera. Is that B. Arthur's role in MAME? Mm. Um, that would be a really interesting one, too. So uh, I think that might have been Jamie Dumont who said oh, that. Nice. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Um, so who knows? Um, I think getting her back on Broadway would be fantastic. Yeah, I would just like to see her in something kind of out there and edgy and kind of let her absolutely weird but classic yes. style thrive in that. Both her and Kate Winslet in the past week have said they would like God. to do a show. And so Put like, them in a show I'm together. Sure, seriously. <laughs> they uh, can do I'm Mame. sure producers. <laughs> yeah, they can do MAME. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of producers that are polishing up scripts to send over to Kate Winslet uh, right now as well. But anyway, real quick, feel good recommendations. We've talked a while, so I'm not going to get into these too, too much. But um, I always love seeing the the footage and highlights from shows at the Muni. Just such a, a special occasion, oh, uh, especially yeah. experience. I I am dying to go out and visit Same. my aunt in St. Well, Louis and go see, see a show your there. Aunt, but I'm sure she's right. Lovely. But and see a show yeah. there. She's great. She's a world renowned college professor, much nice. smarter than me. <laughs> but anyway, um, the show is closing tonight at the Muni, and that is the Sound of Music, starring one of my favorites, Kate Rockwell, mm. as well as Michael Hayden, Brian Hamari, Parham, Jenny Powers, um, John Shearer, and more. We have the highlights of that in the show notes. And also, um, last week, as we talked about, Waitress started its rehearsals, and they released a video of the cast um, singing the opening number um, opening up. So um, always love those videos. I love seeing rehearsal videos, especially Same. like first sing-throughs. First sing-throughs and sits probes are Ooh, like my yes. favorite videos. Uh, like press days are cool too, but like that's it. Like I love seeing the actual rehearsal videos. Right. I like seeing it when it's completely fresh for everybody, and especially yeah. I, this is a special circumstance, especially because we've been off for 15, 16 months now. So long. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to head over to Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>